Okay, we'll just do a little bit of um, content from the scriptures and then we'll, we'll come back to, to worship together and to see what else God wants to do um, as we have been doing. So this, this week we're looking at the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, the series is, you know, Life and the Spirit and um, the fruits of the Spirit are obviously uh, more to do with the kind of people that God is making us to be, the kind of people that we're becoming. Um, the fruits of the Spirit are things that grow over time rather than you can't sort of go forward at a meeting and be prayed for the fruits of the Spirit. Well, you can, but they're not going to suddenly appear. They have to, they have to grow. So in, uh, just to look at what the fruit of the Spirit actually is, in Galatians, if I can find it, here we are, Galatians 5, 22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. So what Paul is saying there is that these qualities are not just, um, they're not, um, they're not the result of us trying hard. You know, I'm going to really try hard to be kind today. I'm going to really try hard to be patient today. They're not, they're not self-effort. They're fruit born from the Holy Spirit's activity in our life. And really the, the reason it's important to look at this tonight is, um, you know, Paul in 1 Corinthians 13, doesn't he? I won't particularly, don't particularly need to, to, to look at that, but that's a very famous chapter, isn't it, where it says, if I haven't got love, well, even if I can, you know, speak in the tongues of men and angels, even if I can prophetically fathom all mysteries, you know, it's just like hitting a, a, a bit of metal with a, with a hammer, just a crashing gong. It doesn't, it's not going to produce what God's after. So what he's what he's saying is that the the kind the environment in which the gifts operate in is really essential to how effective they are. So if, as a church and as individuals, we are soaked in an environment that's full of gentleness, faithfulness, joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all of the, if, if we're soaked in that kind of atmosphere, that's that's what people meet when they meet us then when we do prophesy or pray in tongues or have words of knowledge or pray for healing, it, it's, um, it's, it's like Jesus. <laughs> that's how Jesus did it with people. You know, that's what people met when they met him. They met someone like that who could do amazing things. But he, brought, he didn't just do amazing things, you know, with a, and his attitude didn't matter. He did amazing things in an attitude of like this, just using these wonderful qualities. So it's really important that we put the gifts of the Spirit in the context of, context of the fruit of the Spirit. And I'm sure you can all think of times when perhaps someone's prayed with you or um, you know, talked to you. And because they're so full of the fruit of the Spirit, it feels such a blessing to talk to them, doesn't it? Because they're just, you know, they're just such, they bless you just by talking to you. So then when they pray for you or prophesy over you or pr- exercise some kind of gift of the Spirit... Um, 
something about them communicates, doesn't it? It's not just about the supernatural activity. It's something within them that ministers to you and, uh, and to me as that happens. So um, these fruit of the Spirit, they do, they do grow over time. And uh, I guess we'd all like to be that sort of people, wouldn't we? Yeah? We'd all like to be that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, I really want, I'd love to be that kind of a person. And it's not like that's contrary to who we are. That's actually what we are now born into. That's the kind of people we're destined to become. That we have a new nature now, and our new nature is biased that way. But what we have also to, to, to battle against is the flesh. So our flesh still has opinions and attitudes and its own desires but there's something new within us now there's the power of the holy spirit there's the the new nature that christ has given us so our our disposition now is our the governing disposition of our soul is to be holy because we've got the life of christ within us but we still have to battle our old the flesh that we were born with and have been shaped by and so this work goes on in our lives as we go on in the Christian life where increasingly the new nature that we have once we were born once we're born again that new nature begins to help us say no to the 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 way that the flesh used to make us live and so we we can change that's good news <laughs> it is possible for us to change we're not stuck with a bad temper from now and eternity to eternity it's you know we can change and uh, all of these things are about keeping in step by the Spirit, walking by the Spirit. So how, how does that all, how does that all um, happen? Well, John 15 gives us an idea. Um, Jesus uses this image. And this is the sort of thing I would like us just to think about tonight. And um, maybe as we, as we pray and worship, we can just sort of try and think, well, where am I in this sort of process? So John... 15, uh, yeah, verse 1 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And then in verse 8 it says, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove yourselves to be my disciples. So what Jesus is saying there, he's giving us a picture of our lives being like a branch that's then been spliced into Christ, into the vine. So now everything that comes from Christ, from the roots of who he is, his nature, his character, his power, the power of his spirit, comes up the vine as it were and into our lives and the way we the way we draw on that is by abiding as we abide in other words don't let don't take the branch away from the vine uh, you know if you've ever seen a, a plant where it's had the a sort of something sort of spliced into it you know you cut a little bit in the vine don't you stick the branch in, and then you bind it round, and eventually that'll 
that'll sort of cement itself and become part of the vine. So Jesus is saying, you, if you stay like that with me, if you live like that, if that's your, if that's your um, decision and your position, position, you stay close to me, you, 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 you live your life as near to me by choice as you can, then what will happen is that the life of the vine will start to manifest itself. And what does the fruit of the vine look like? Well, the things we just look like. It's not just about doing things for God. It's also about who we become, uh, the fruit that we bear. And uh, so what Jesus is saying is if we, if we distance ourselves from him, if we, I don't know, things make us a little bit separate from him, then, then it's less easy for us to sort of be changed by him because we're not, we're not in proximity to him. But the also, also the interesting thing he says is that if every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it may bear more fruit. And I, I often find that one of the challenges of the Christian life is if we can think to ourselves, um, we might be, I don't know, doing feel we're doing all right, you know, feel that God's speaking to us, we're growing, perhaps we're beginning to feel that we're sort of making some progress in God or some things that God's asked us to do, we're starting to do, and, you know, you can just feel, well, actually, I feel I'm in a, I'm in a growing phase. And it can feel as if, yeah, this is actually, you know, I've been do, doing well spiritually. And then what seems to happen is suddenly something comes, just sort of seems to chop off that fruitfulness. You think, what? Why has that happened? You know, it was all going so well. Uh, but what Jesus says there is only those people who are bearing fruit are the ones that he prunes. Why? Because the pruning process is necessary to put greater strength into the branch so that even more fruit can be produced. And that's why sometimes we go through challenging times, pressures, um, difficulties, all sorts of things uh, think that can come into our lives that, that cause us to have to really lean on the vine, to abide even closer to him. It pushes us back to Christ. It's not necessarily that Jesus is the author of bad things. It's not saying that. It's just saying that in the, mi- in the midst of all God's sovereignty and the mystery of life, God does allow sometimes pruning things pruning things to come into our life. Why? Because he's, he's lovingly just clipping us back so that something stronger will come through. Uh, that's the way it seems to work. So you get this sort of like pendulum effect where you're fruitful and then you, there's a pruning and you go to abiding and resting and you get greater strength from God because you draw near to God in times of trouble. Then you become fruitful again. As you become really fruitful, God sees, well, there's yet more I want to do in you. So there's some sort of pruning that then draws you back in again. And then it goes, and that's, that's the rhythm of the Christian life. It's not, it's not necessarily that things are, are bad things, but they're things that, things that God allows that make us have to go back to Christ to draw on them. It can be that you're, I don't know, you're serving God in some way and you're feeling out of your depth. That, that can be a pruning where you feel you've got so far and it's going well, and then God asks you to take another step, and that step is beyond your comfort zone. Now that's that's a pruning, because it's he's he's wanting you to then have to dig into Him even more, so that you then bear more fruit. So it can be lots of things that look like pruning. It can be 
I don't know, challenging circumstances, difficult relationships, a particular season of barrenness in ministry or, or even fruitfulness in ministry, all of these things can suddenly cause us to have to lean on Christ even, even more. And that's, that's where he wants us to live. And so sometimes when we do hit challenges, uh, rather than sort of say, well, Lord, why? It's, it's a good thing to say, Lord, what are you wanting to do in me? through it what what is it that you want to produce in me what should my what's the fruit of the spirit that needs to come more to the fore in my life as i navigate this and that can happen corporately that can happen to churches god takes churches through times of pruning we have to abide we have to rest then you go into fruitfulness again and then there's more pruning that's that's the loving hands of of a father i think if you look at what's happening in the nation through uh, through the church and the nation with, with COVID and all we've had to um, face with that. that. That's a pruning season where God's not particularly looking for us to come up with wonderful new plans. He's wanting us to just draw deeply into him so that we, we find that there's more fruit of the Spirit birthed in us so that as we begin to come through that time, as through it we will in due course, fruitfulness will come there'll be something god's done in us that makes us even more fruitful than we were before that's the way he works so i suppose tonight what i wanted us to do was just to sort of think about that i'll just um i'll just read those fruit of the spirit again so and just think to yourself which one of these do you think the lord is particularly working in you at the moment i won't get you to stand up and own it (laughs) Um, but just to think, which one of these is the Lord? He might have more than one. You know, he might have all of them. Which, which is the Lord really working in you at the moment? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's a beautiful list, isn't it? Beautiful list of qualities. Just think to yourself, which one of those do you think God is working in you? And these are not, as I say, they're not things that God is doing because he's like displeased with us. He's training us. He's training us as children. He's saying, I want to produce more of myself, more of my likeness in you. Because you're mine. You know, you're, it's like a father disciplining his children. So come on, I want you to grow up into all the fullness of who you can be so it's not like him he doesn't say oh you've messed up again i've had enough of you i'm going to discipline you i'm going to prune you it's not coming from that it's saying come on now you've got this far let's grow a bit more let's go a bit more it's got so much more for you i want you to develop in this i want you to trust me more i want you to uh, rely on me more and all of those things intertwine don't they with peace patience kindness goodness because if we're anxious or angry or worried or troubled or um, critical or whatever else goes on, then, then, then that is a blockage to these things really becoming what God wants them to be in our lives. So tonight I thought it would be good for us to worship the Lord and to just come to him uh, together and you know, pour our hearts, tell him we love him, open our hearts to him for whatever he wants to do or just to to say to him look whatever you're doing in my life I want to just embrace it I don't want to resist it I want to embrace what you're doing in my life I want to embrace what you're doing in the church I want to embrace your dealings with us um, 
because God is very careful with us as a church. He's very careful with us as individuals. He's not, he's not someone who just drops someone. Says, oh, sorry about that. I've just lost one. He's not like that. He's very, very careful. And I think as we begin to worship, we can then, if you've got things you want to share, the microphone's there, and there may come a time when we pray for one another or prophesy or whatever. We'll just basically see what the Lord does. But I wanted us just to look at this subject of the fruit of the Spirit so that we focus on what God is wanting us to become rather than just the gifts that he wants us to receive. So maybe we can just worship a bit and um, take it from there. So I'm not going to say any more, so it's over to you now (laughs) to see what happens.